0: But without any further ado, time to, time to welcome in uh, Travis Noonan to take a look at this program of racing at sale. Trav, good morning.
1: Yeah, good morning, Brendan, and good morning to all the listeners out there. It's uh, an interesting card at sale, to probably say the least. The lot of rain that sort of hit the track in the, the last sort of 48 hours has dried up a little bit, it was rated a heavy 10 yesterday, now a soft 6, but um, has been a few scratchings throughout the card.
0: Yep, most certainly, and uh, a few shorties as well, Trev.
1: Yeah, there is a couple of short price favourites throughout the day. I think one of them's vulnerable, but the most, most of them look pretty hard to beat.
0: Yep, first event on this soft six with the rail in the true stays in the true of uh, last uh, meeting is a three-year-old maiden over 1,400 metres. Scratchings here are four, five and six tab fixed odds sees three fame the favorite for egan and moody at ninety five. explosive thinker four annihilate 480 like a model 550 poema at 11 highland beauty if you're a highland beauty fan you can have $126 at the moment uh on tab fixed odds does that interest you Trav, that 126
1: can't say it does, Brendan. Um, I thought this race was an intriguing way to start the day because I think fame's a little bit too short for mine at sort of the price he is now. And Annihilate, um, whilst he's gelded this preparation and has shown plenty of promise, uh, he just hasn't quite delivered on race day yet. So I was happy to be with the two-explosive thinker on top here for Robbie Griffiths and Matt DeCock. I thought this uh, guy's effort at... at First up at Pakenham was pretty good there at 1,200 metres. He came home in the best last 200 metres of the race, but then going back and looking at his sectionals relative to the day, he's come home in the quickest last 400 and 200 of the entire meeting. That was off a slow speed, so he was entitled to run home, but the way he did it was was very impressive. His jump outs leading into that run suggests he's got a bit of ability in his son of so you think. So you think fourteen hundred metres is exactly what he's looking for. So happy to put him on top here, the two explosive thinker. I think he's a really good player in this race. Three fame I thought was just okay. First up at Sound down at the hillside at thirteen hundred metres behind Chico Sonado. That race did rate quite well and he's come home well relative to the day. Uh, last campaign, he ran some good races behind High Approach and Duncal, who are both you know pretty good gallopers, and on debut, he placed behind Lindemann. So he does have form around some talented horses. He certainly has to go in for second with Billy Egan, but I do think he's a little bit short in the market. And then went with the one, Annihilate. This horse, as I sort of said, he's jumped out quite well on a n- numerous occasions throughout his career, He's gone to the races sort of in the market uh, at his two starts last time in at Cranbourne and Geelong. And while both efforts weren't necessarily bad, he had his chance to win both races. Um, he's come back this time in, though, gelded, uh, which could be the making of him, uh, and then ate like a model, who showed she's certainly got enough talent in her first preparation. Ran some good races here to start off her prep, and one of them was on wet ground, so has to be respected. 2-3-1-8.
0: 2318 from Trav, 3821 for mine. I'm going to go with Fabe. Gets the blinkers on today. Has form on soft behind Lindemann and uh, Duncal on heavy. I thought it was just starting to get warm. Back end of 1300 at uh, Sandown. Second up, run behind high approach. Last preparation, albeit on the synthetic, was good at Ballarat back in October. I think he can get the maiden out of the way today. And what is an even enough race? Uh, eight in for second, like a model. Resume solid here, fresh in August on a heavy track. Uh, the jump out was okay with Zenzella there at Flemington. I think Ollie going on is a bonus, to explosive thinker. Good debut there at Pakenham. Has to back it up the fourteen hundred meters, but that shouldn't bother him nor the soft ground. And then one annihilate first up off a break uh, it's three eight two and one for mine in race number one. Second event from sale today is uh, a maiden over fourteen hundred metres. It's for the fillies and Mares. Two, eight and ten come out. Moko is the favourite, dollar thirty three, great taste, two dollars eighty, night eruption thirteen, Aladdin's Lamp twenty-three. Darolinen uh thirty one dollars. Thought it was pretty easy to sort out first and second here, Trab, but third and fourth. I uh, had to go scratching my head a little bit there to try and fill some to fill the minus.
1: Yeah, I was a bit the same, but I think this is a really good race to sort of turn over the favourite here, Moko. I think she's way too short at the current price, first up at 1,400. Uh, she's a filly who's probably going to get out to 1,600, 2,000 metres. She's done a lot of her racing in stakes company um, since she was sort of two years old. They've, you know, She went to some really handy races, finished behind Williamsburg on a couple of occasions at listed level, in the autumn carnival of last year, and then came back in the spring was pretty good first up at packing them on the synthetic when charging home off a slow speed. Went to the Edward manifold, was okay behind she's look his split, and then well beaten on wet ground in the ethereal. She's come back, and I thought the recent jump out at Balmering was good against limited opposition, but I'm just happy enough here to take her on at the price with great taste, uh, the 7.0. I was really sort of impressed with her run last time at Pakenham behind She's a Tempest. I uh, just don't think that race really worked out for her that well. Second horse out of that race as time goes by, went out and won a stakes race at Adelaide yesterday, so the form's strong. She's a Tempest has come out of it and ran well. First up run here at Sale was, I thought, really good when she came from the back, ran the quickest last 200 of the race. Gets Bo Mertens, think possibly is in front of Moko in the run, and... Yeah, I think against her, she's a good play. So seven to beat nine, yeah, just a huge gap back to third. I'd be shocked if one of those two doesn't win. <laughs> uh, five night, five night eruption goes in for third. Been racing pretty consistent for Paul Worthington in much weaker maidens. That was all right last time at Pakenham. as I said though, that was a that was a pretty weak maiden. The figures out of it aren't overly strong, but does get Damien Oliver. And then 6 Aladdins Lamp just has a little bit of upside. Mike Moroni, it's two starts. It hasn't shown anything, but uh, might be just one that could improve. Seven, nine, five, six.
0: 7.95 and 6 from Trav. I'm happy to tip the odds on her here, Moko. I don't think they mess around from barrier 2. They put her up on the speed. Uh, and uh, I think she can win. Uh, her form is a 2-year-old on wet ground. is really good behind Williamsburg. She's lickety-split. She was OK there in the manifold. She was just playing with them, really, in a jump out. She wasn't asked to do a lot. I think they get her up on the lead today. And uh, I think uh, the one that will be chasing her is Great Taste. Uh, she was on the heels of as time goes by there at Pack and as Trav touched on, she's jumped out since behind the fortune teller who we've seen uh, go on to win in Sydney yesterday. She's the the definite danger uh, for the sake of third and fourth. I went the other way from Trav. I went uh, six and five, Aladdin's Lamp, then Night Eruption, purely for the fact that Aladdin's Lamp's got less convictions than uh, than Night Eruption. Nine, seven, uh, clearly advanced from six and five in race number two on the program. Third event from sale today is another maiden. This one is over the eleven hundred metres. Scratching is nine. We've got another shorty south of Houston, a dollar and fifteen. Womosa, good debut, nine fifty. Sapphire Sue, thirteen. Jenny's Treasure, sixteen. Vampire Miss, eighteen. Uh, I'm sure we're with the favourite uh, in this one, Trev. Yeah, very
1: hard to look past. I, I'm certain it won't start a dollar fifteen. Not too many hot horses hold that price. The, Corporates, um, bookmakers, and the tab just keeping it very, very tight at the moment to try and lure as many people into that price as possible. But it'll get out at the at the jump. I think you might get a dollar thirty-five, dollar forty, which in this race, honestly, is, is probably about a right price. Um, just got class on the opposition. First up run at Ballarat um, or debut run at Ballarat on the synthetic behind Chopin was quite good when led them up but was a little bit keen. She's come back from a spell. Jump out was really good on wet ground leading into the first up run behind Grease uh, and then went to sound down behind Tanto who's horse goes quite well I think and, and was really solid there in second and sort of had a good run in transit was only sort of gunned down late. Um, yeah there's just absolutely no depth to the opposition here and I like that she's jumped out well on wet ground so I think you could even potentially see improvement from her first up run Yeah, she should they should just be betting margins here realistically Um, Warmosa goes in for second probably the obvious horse for second was pretty good at sale here last start in a slowly run race behind Basque figures out of that race are not overly strong but this isn't an overly strong maiden outside of south of Houston Um, Certainly will appreciate, I think, the little step up in ground to 1,100 metres. I went five Jenny's Treasure in for third, this mare from Sacred Falls. Um, Luke Oliver training, Zach Spain. The jump-outs have been okay. Um, Respect the stable and the connections. And then Electro Cube I put in for fourth. I thought this horse just was all right in its first preparations, but there was some encouragement to some of the jump-outs this time in. Um, before his last run. So uh he he could maybe improve. Ten four five and two.
0: 4 four five and two from Trav, ten four, one and six for mine, going with ten south of Houston, really good return at Sandown goes on top here and we'll go around a short price purely for uh, lack of opposition. Uh, south of Houston will be bet, we'll be winning this and if you can get on margin betting, uh, all the best to you to see how far uh, it can win by. Mormosa goes in for second. I thought it was a really, really good uh, effort in uh, the, uh, the, the second run there at Sale. Uh, extra 100 metres, you would think, is going to suit. I think he can run a clear second here cop that and he's first placing at start 19 but he has placed and uh, he's been okay uh, in uh, one run on wet ground there at Tarelgan back on the 29th of October uh, he was beaten fourth on a heavy track and covered some ground there so maybe he could recapture something on soft ground and then number six Sapphire Sioux first up for the new stable Aaron Lynch takes the ride uh, goes in for fourth four uh, 10-4 Clearly ahead of uh, one and six there in race number three. Race number four on the program. This is uh, a 1717 uh, meter maiden. There are no scratchings from uh, this one. Tab fixed odds favourite is Paris Affair at a dollar fifty five. Raven at three. More for us at ten. Bing's Dream at uh, fourteen. Classic Story fifteen and thirty four for what? Was- uh, excuse me, Wasda Boss. Uh, who do we like in the fourth trap?
1: Yeah, I thought Paris Affair's certainly the horse to beat as the market's identified, but I probably don't have the gap between him and Raven um, that the early market does. Uh, Paris Affair, though, was very good, I thought, first up behind Globe, who looks a smart galloper, came off that victory and then was able to win in benchmark 64 grade and in real style. Um, he finished 2.3 lengths off that horse and... I just think the last sort of 200 metres of his work as well, he was probably weakening. Uh, he was quite strong between the four to the two of the race. And probably just needed that from a fitness point of view. His runs last preparation were really good. He ran second behind, what a deal, then came to sale here at 17, um, sort of 30 metres and was a good run from back in the field. Uh, in a race that probably didn't work out for him and then got turned over at short odds at 2,000 metres, but again, was a solid effort. So, stepping up to 1,700 metres today, Damien Oliver in the saddle, um, and on the back of running behind a good horse first up, I think he's certainly the horse to beat. As I said, I probably don't have the discrepancy between him and Raven as the market does. I thought Raven's a horse who could certainly improve on this softer track, being a Philly by Pierro. I know she failed on heavy eight ground on debut, but um, I'm, I'm always sort of forgiving of a horse who fails on debut and then comes back um, from a spell and performs. And that's what she did at Kilmore. Um, in a quite a high-rating race there, and they ran along at a good tempo for Maiden Class and was coming home strongly. I think they're the clear two top picks in the race. Um, but, yeah, leaning the six from the nine. Bing's Dream, I think, goes in for third, the four, uh, this has been racing okay. His last time at 2,200 metres, he got beaten a long way by promises kept, but um, I just don't think he stayed the trip. He's run prior to that at Stony Creek. He hit the line strongly there at the mile. If he gets back to that form, he'll be in the in the placings. And then five more for us, who's the likely leader, third up today for Shane Nichols. Um, he can certainly run in just behind the, the, the major money, six, nine, four, and five.
0: Six nine four and five. Uh, nine six seven and four for mine, uh, in a in a day with the early part of the program there isn't a lot of value I think Raven might be the one at $3 here versus Paris Affair at $1.55. That just might be uh, an attractive little play to get our Sunday underway at at sale. I thought he was really good fresh in a day where it's hard to make ground early on in the race. Comes through a race that was really controlled by the leader and eventual winner in more money, please. If he can progress off that, uh, if she can progress off that, I beg your pardon. I think she could be pretty hard to beat here. 6 Paris affair into second run into a handy one fresh there at uh, Packenham got through the wet in the first preparation here at Sale on a soft 5 and at Geelong on a heavy 8 behind water deal 7 goes in for uh, third was the boss for Jackie Berryman. terrible at Packenham first up go back to the first preparation was beaten 3.8 and 3.4 on soft ground if he can replicate that some sort that performance, he's probably not going to be too far away of uh, filling uh, a third spot. And then Bing's dream comes uh, back in trip. It was OK at Stony Creek there on Cup Day. But another race where the, the top two looked the two, and it's a matter of who fills the minors. Nine, six, uh, seven, and four for mine in race number four. That's our look at the first half of the program at Sale on Mafra Cup Day. We'll be back on the other side to take you through the quaddy legs. Welcome back to Sunday Central. We're halfway through our look at the program. Program of racing at sale this afternoon. We're up to the first league of the Quarry on the soft six. It's a benchmark 74 over 1717 metres. Scratchings here are eight and nine. To be sure is the favourite 230, Easterly 310, King Holston 550, Brasada at 12, Country Lights 12, High Dunn 18 and Vibrant Glider at 23 dollar chance. Travis Noon and your thoughts on the first league of the Quarry please. Yeah, I thought this is a
1: a tough enough race here, Brennan. I didn't want to take the short price about Two Bay Shore and was also sort of a little bit worried with Easterly on wet ground. So King Holston goes on top here for me from barrier three for Mike Moroni. I thought his run first up at Bendigo was okay at 1,300 metres. That's just probably too short for him. Uh, Comes up to the 17.17 today, second up and hasn't... Real sort of liking for wet tracks. I thought he could be right up on top of the speed here. And you go back to his form last preparation. Finished third to Duke of Hastings at 2,000 metres at Caulfield. Third behind Shockham over at 2,040 metres. Both both runs he rated quite well. Uh, best sort of ratings of any horse in this field to produce from those two runs. So 6-King Holston goes on top for me on sort of an each-way prices, And he has... Has had a bit of market support sort of in the last 24 hours. So happy to be with him for Geordie Childs. 3-2 Bay Shore goes in for second. As I said, I probably don't want to take $2.30 about him, but uh, he's been racing reasonably well. He's passed two at, at Wangarata and also at Soundout. I thought he had his chance last time on the hillside, but uh, he was certainly only beaten a length there, and that's still probably a stronger form line than here. You go back to his run at 1,700 metres on Geelong Cup Day, he finished sort of only... Two and a bit lengths off French Emperor, who then came off that run and was able to win at Flemington. So form around him is pretty solid. A uh, little query on the wet ground. He's had two goes on soft tracks and, and sort of placed on them, but I don't think he might, if this is sort of a bit closer to a heavy track, he wouldn't like that. Uh, seven Pepino I thought was the best roughie in the race. Just probably didn't stay the trip in the Stony Creek Cup at 2,100 metres, loomed like he was going to really run into the race there, ran the quickest four to the two of the race, but then really slowed down his last 200. Um, his form prior to that was quite good, and he's he's run a couple of cheeky races here at Sale. I thought he'd, he'd run a, an OK race for you at a price. And five countries light, absolutely flying this campaign. Another one who's got a sort of liking to wet ground comes back from the 2,400, so you know he's going to be fit, and sort of maps for a good run. So 6.375 for mine, and a competitive way to start the quaddie.
0: Six three seven and five from Trav three nine six and four for mine. Happy to be with Two Shaw. Uh here, number three. I thought it was a good effort at fourteen hundred. Uh, second up there at Sandown has a drop in grey presses out in trip. I think he'll be hitting the line the strongest and uh, winning here to beat number nine Easterly. Dominant fresh uh, overdid it on the speed in Adelaide. Uh, has a good record here at Sale. The the little trick might be the soft ground, but she wasn't all that far away here on a soft seven behind guncho when she resumed uh, in uh, august of last year. Six goes in for third King Holston. He definitely does get through the ground, rode the speed fresh, he'll be up close again today and uh battling on there at the finish. And then maybe Brasada, uh number four. He's one run on wet ground recently, was it where he blew the start on that occasion, got a mile back? he if it wasn't terrible there at Tarang last time out, I think he can be running on into uh a, a minor money placing. Three nine six and four in at the first leg of the quaddy. Race number six on the program is a benchmark fifty eight over fourteen hundred meters. Nine is the scratching here. Hillcrest Moses is the favourite at three dollars twenty, Miss Keeler three hundred thirty, Dawn County three hundred sixty, Barclays Bank four hundred eighty. Smart is a twelve dollar chance, delightful hustler best of the rest at nineteen dollars Trav.
1: Yeah, punters are a forgiving bunch to have Hillcrest Moses as favourite yep. here, Brendan. <laughs> um, he's uh, sort of three from 35. I thought his last two, he's had every possible, albeit in reasonably strong six, uh, 58s at Pakenham. But uh, I thought he was sort of hard to bet with here, and I thought you could take him on with Dawn County, who's going extremely well for Kane Harris, switch stables to him. Um, this preparation and was terrific first up for him at Geelong, sort of coming from the back, then was a good winner at Wodonga from Barrier 1 and then last start I thought his effort to run down Via Carpo at Colac was quite strong Um, he comes here to probably a bit stronger race but he's got form on wet ground which is a tick He, he maps for a reasonably good run I think he's looking for the 1400 now so I'm happy to be with him he's in winning form um, which is a tick in this race. So one Dorn County on top for me. There's a couple other horses coming into this race with winning form. One of them is Barclays Bank. This is a horse that's had one run on soft ground for a win at Geelong, going back sort of to May this time last, or May last year. His win, though, last time at Geelong, I thought was pretty good. That was in a fast-rating race. and beat Lord Percy um, he really came away from his opposition there. He was strong the start prior at uh, Bendigo. I think he'll run a good race for you. Four Miss Keelers going great guns this preparation for Jim Conlon. Uh, soft is probably as wet as she wants it, but uh, go back two starts ago and she won a, a 64 against Little Richie Turf. Uh, just the race didn't work out for her last time at Sale. Smallfield, probably against her, but um, she's certainly a chance here. And then three, Hillcrest Moses. As I said, I just think he's way too short in the market given he doesn't have a sort of great winning record. Um, He'll run you another honest race, but he does usually get back in his races and he's a bit of a low percentage play. So goes in for fourth, but taking him on from a sort of winning point of view. One, two, four, three.
0: He's a good loomer, isn't he, Hillcrest Moses? Yeah,
1: very good loomer. He's sort of one of those horses, if you owned him, he always gives you sort of a sense that next time will be his day.
0: He's going okay. He's earned over 100000 in prize money, which a lot of horses can't do. But, uh, yeah, he's uh, he's there and thereabouts, but just that killer punch. I'm going to go with Miss Keeler here, number four. Uh, I didn't think there was a lot between the top four runners, one, two, three, and four. Just taking the advantage of Tom Preble taking three kilos off here think might be in her favour. As Trav touched on, she put them away in a 64 at Pakenham. Uh, two starts ago. Go back to uh, January, she had a run on a soft six. She ran third there, uh, beaten by Black Max. Was only beaten half a length on that occasion. You'd like to see him in this race. Uh, Black Max, um, Miss Keeler, four on top. Dawn County's flying as uh, Trav touched on for uh, for Kane Harris. Good run at Geelong and then put them away nicely at Wodonga and Colac stretches to fourteen hundred metres. Here has uh, placed four times at the trip. Three Hillcrest Moses. He keeps on threatening, but not putting them away. And then uh, Barclays Bank, uh, another one that doesn't win out of term. Uh, he's pretty good at looming up at them, uh, and uh, if he's got a full head of steam up at the right time, like he had at Geelong, he's more than capable of going past them. But just, uh, I think the claim more than more than anything's attracted me to Miss Keeler here, four one three and two in race number six. Race seven on the programme is the Mafra Cup over a thousand metres. Scratchings here are four, eight, ten and twelve. Katsu into favorite now, three dollars and sixty. Findane five fifty. Tropicone five fifty. Port Albert at six dollars. Uh then we go down to who shot Susie at six, stars Barwin at uh seven. Uh, Trav, we've missed the prize. Katsu, she's been smashed in the last hour. Five fifty into three sixty.
1: Yeah, he has been well backed uh, for Graham Begg. He's jumped out well leading into this preparation, so no sort of surprise to me to see him have a bit of market support, but I'm sort of tipping against him here with the two Port Albert. Oh, I really like this horse getting to a wet track. Um, some of his best performances have been on soft ground. You go back to the 18th of November uh, in the spring, he f- found a soft uh, sort of six there at Mooney Valley and was able to beat Fissy and. Coming from the back, I thought his two runs, this preparation leading into this, had been good. He sort of finished fifth at Sounddown behind Senegalia. Uh, was only beaten 1.7 and then went to Mooney Valley at 9.55. Uh, got a fair way back and, and was hitting the line well against Lady Solly. Uh, I think the big track at Sale will probably suit him. Third up, Billy Egan going on, which is a tick. Gee, he returned in good form yesterday, didn't he, Billy? And um, I just... Yeah, I think this horse really elevates when he finds wet ground and no problems at all backing Nick Ryan. So two-port Albert on top for me and happy to bet with him at $6. Uh, Fine Dane goes in for second for mine. I thought this horse was really good last up behind Midwest. My numero uno finished second in that race. I know he was a little bit disappointing yesterday, that horse, but had a lot of market support. So um, there were certainly plenty of people suggesting that race rated quite well. You go back through his best form, Fine Dane, and he can certainly win a race like this. It's been a while since he's, he's won one, but he's raced in a lot of decent races. Shanae O'Meara on uh, in the saddle for John Maloney. They've sort of combined for a good little combination recently, and I think he'll run a great race. Eleven Katsu goes in for third. Um, he's a horse who's certainly a work in progress. His first two wins at Sale and Bendigo were quite good. Uh, then he went to Flemington and got it all wrong there was way too keen in the early stages of the race and didn't quite finish off his jump outs leading into this preparation have been quite good he does look like a horse who'll handle a wet track and then 13 Tropiconi for me she went up a clear favorite she sort of drifted a little bit uh, since then but her form last prep was pretty good in some solid races so um, it's sort of um,
0: Mooney Valley so uh, she certainly has to be respected. Good little race, but went two, one, eleven, thirteen. Two, one, eleven, 13. Trav, when I was doing my uh, finalising the numbers uh, this morning. Katsu was the value runner at five dollars and fifty. Value has vanished now. Uh, Resumes. I think he's a, a really, really nice talent. This guy. His jump out on soft ground has been uh, good. Uh, I think he's got gears. He uh, he won well running down Lady die die at Sale. Went to Bendigo, covered ground and just put them away. Uh, Flemington, as you mentioned, got them got it wrong. Was only beaten five lengths by Renault. So I think the way he's come back at the jump outs, uh, he's going to be winning this cat two number eleven. Port Albert goes in for second thousand meters suits soft suits wide draws. Probably not going to be too much of a disadvantage at uh, this stage of the day 13 a Triporti a, a I beg your pardon goes in for uh, for third resumes uh, was a heavy winner first up uh, is jumped out well uh, I think can uh, can be around the money here and then number one Fine Dame very good at Mooney Valley claim is a real bonus for uh, for him uh, 11 2, 13 and one in race number seven. Final event on the program from sale today on Mafra Cup days of fillies and mares, 64. This race over 1,200 metres. Scratchings are 1, 6 and 7. I think this is the one Ollie's going to sale for, uh, Trav. Uh, Sweetened, eighty five. Highland Girl, 3. Queen of Nations, three ninety. dollars $17. Who do we like in the last?
1: Yeah, I thought Sweetened's really well placed here by Ben and J.D. Hayes. She went to 1,000 metres first up at Pakenham, and while she had plenty of market support, she just found that trip... Too zippy for her and couldn't run down. I think a handy enough horse in unlimited magic. Uh, You go back through her form last preparation and she contested three stakes races and in all of them she sort of had not much luck. She was only beaten two and a half lengths one day behind English Riviera at 1,200 metres in the Thoroughbred uh, Club Breeders on Caulfield Guineas Day. And, yeah, she was the widest runner on a day. It was sort of hard to... get back and make ground I thought she was terrific on that occasion and then she went to the Crockett was beaten three and a half by Wee Nessie and again didn't have a lot going away so her two runs at 1200 meters um, away from her maiden win quite good in in good classes of races so barrier four today as you said I think you're right Damien Oliver coming to sell potentially to partner this horse and yeah, has the first up run under her belt, and the other key for for mine is I think she'll get right through the soft ground, having won on heavy ground. So um, she's certainly the horse to beat. I thought you could mark her a little bit shorter than the dollar eighty five here. The two sweetened, five Highland Girl is going I think really well at the jump outs, um, and did end the preparation with a good win. It seemed or she'll be up on top of the speed. I think here the way she's been jumping out, she's been um, sort of been. Yeah, showing a lot of pace. So I think she'll probably be in front of Sweeten in the run here. Another one who's sort of handled wet ground. Uh, I just think there's a little bit of a gap class-wise between the two. So I'd have Sweeten a bit shorter than what she is and Highland Girl a bit longer, but she's certainly the second pick. Queen of Nations goes in for third. Uh, This was a little bit confusing. I thought she was entitled to do a lot more at her last start there at Geelong, and the jump-outs have been okay First up win though at Geelong on debut was very good if she could replicate that she could she could be in the f- finish i just don't know exactly where she's at um and then went with the 8 Alvrick. i think it's a real gap back to the fourth pick you know, she was all right last time at Bearsden but this is a big step up 2538
0: 253 and 8 from Trav in the last 2385 for me I think sweeton has got too much class for these. Uh, off what we've seen, she won a maiden really impressively at Geelong. We're all waiting for her through the spring. Nothing went right in the thoroughbred club. Or the Crockett was probably over the top by the time she got to the Amanda Elliott. She's handled wet ground previously. I think Ollie hanging around quarter past five at uh, sale on a Sunday is a good indication that that, that he thinks... She's uh, a great winning chance. Queen of Nations putting in for second. She resumes off a couple of jump-outs. Uh, eight goes in for third. Uh, Alverick placed on soft ground last time out, and Highland Girls jumped out nicely in preparation for her return. But I'd be surprised if Sweeten got beat here in the last two, three, eight, and five. Trav, before we take a look at Hamilton with Brother Nick, your best, val- excuse me, best value, if you can find it, and uh, play of the day for sale, please.
1: Yeah, my best comes up early, Brendan Race 1 number 2 Explosive Thinker. I'm I'm pretty happy to sort of be with him at sort of $4. I thought his first up run at Packenham was terrific and getting up to 1400 suits. Uh, the value for me is Race 7 number 2 Port Albert at sort of $6, getting on top uh getting onto a wet track today. I think the big key for him. Quaddy first leg will take 3 5 6 seven. Second leg 1 2 4, third leg 1 2 11 will come home with two and five. Play of the day, you're going to have a little bit of an all-up here. Uh, Four-league multi for me at $36.60. Uh, race one, number two, Explosive Thinker. Race two, number seven, Great Taste. Race four, number six, Paris Affair. In the race eight, number two, Sweetened. I think it's a, not a bad day to sort of play the all-up.
0: Yep, looks a day for the multis. Best of luck today, Trav. Thanks, Brendan. Trav Noonan there with his thoughts on the program. My best is in the last race, eight, number two, Sweden. The value was Katsu, race uh, seven, number 11. But if we hold uh, our fire, we might be able to get uh, him back out to a nice price in terms of the quality, Uh First leg, three, nine, six, and four. Second leg, one, two, three, and four, Second leg, uh, third leg, 11 to 13 and 1. Last leg, 2. Play the day, we're going to play the, the first two legs of the Corny the same. Uh, 3, 9, 6 and 4 into 1, 2, 3 and 4 into 11 into 2. Try and boost some value on a program of racing at sale where it looks hard to find. That's our look at the program at sale. We're